Corona cast. I know you smell some treats, but where are they? Can you find them? I'll give you a hint. They're located in three different locations in this kitchen. Corona cast. Hey everybody, it's Billy and Megan, and uh, it, and we're getting we're starting to be able to start these off pretty seamlessly. That's good. I'm learning, guys. Yeah. You're slowly going to get more comfortable where you're not performing. I can't wait. But I'm always a performer. No. No. Right no. Yeah, that was on purpose. <laughs> now you're just making a face. Okay, do not put your feet on my boobs. Okay. That is gross. So so we talked about yeah, uh, last night the the, the article uh, at the cut. Doc, oh, the cut. The that, cut. Yeah, I forgot. That uh, yeah. Was <laughs> Time. It's a flat circle. Um, <laughs> we talked about our reactions to the cut, but uh, we have been seeing a slew of reactions to yeah. this article. I mean, I think you are dealing with it worse than I am, but you are also directly tagged in it. Whereas, like, I'm just kind of like the secret person that some of my friends are figuring out it is about me, yeah. which is pretty funny because somebody sent it to me and they were immediately like. I thought this was you, and then I clicked it, and it was like, oh, yep, that was her. Wow, what a small world. I'm just glad that uh, New York Magazine doesn't have a comment section. Oh, wait, wait. Yes, it nope, does. there it is. It says, I hope Billy and Kyle live happily. I'm a beard? Whoa. Whoa. Okay, you uh, both are... Did anything you say in the article really like validate doing this? It was like, oh, we're just sharing a space and cuddling. Uh, It's like, yeah, we're sharing a space and a lady. And, you know, we didn't say we were also planning, you know, to praise Hitler in the process. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, we didn't even get weirdly sexual with it either. Yeah, I'm like, it's pretty, you know, It seems like the cut really specializes in writing about complete degenerates. Wow, say that to my business degree, bitch. (laughs) I mean, you have to keep in mind that we do exist in an alternative. This person has like some valid things. Uh, um, uh, Is like is saying like we should be fortunate to have these people sharing their lives in whatever times Um, gives us all just a tiny glimpse at those fascinating private spaces that define their remarkable lives. I'm filled with questions that I yearn. Questions, for example, regarding the nature of toothbrush storage. Singular cup, not touching each other. Yep. Uh, Yeah, has the holes in it. Dishwashing responsibilities. That is Billy, actually. I'm the cuck. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, I woke up this morning to the entire internet calling me a cuck. I was like, that's hilarious. Because he Uh, definitely is not a cuck but you know but i think it's are, hilarious but if you are a cuck there's nothing wrong with being that's a why cuck. i said like, it's like shaming the cucks i think cucks are very valuable and a necessary thing in our society yeah. uh, i love some good cucks what sort of weed is being smoked beside the open window uh whatever i is in that bottle I i'm not like, a snob about it yeah we got i got some good stuff but it was my first time actually buying weed in my life mm-hmm. yes i am 29 years old uh, I've been very privileged. I didn't buy weed in... for the first time until I was twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah, but you didn't really smoke until then, either. Um, right? I would smoke when people like recreationally. Had it yeah. Or like I would find free weed in weird places. Like one time I got oh, into right. a lift and like I sat down on something and it was a, a it was a Tupperware container filled with marijuana. How does that happen? So, that is I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, it might have been like two hundred dollars worth of weed. I don't know weed pricing, but I know it's probably two to five hundred dollars worth of weed. It was wow. Um, so I just never really paid for it. But yeah, the 
I'm not particular about weed. I have a mixture of stuff. I just know one makes me sleepy and another one makes me less sleepy. Right. (laughs) But I am a sleepy baby. The second one is uh, probably a high. Yeah. So that's why I'm not allowed to smoke until, you know, Mm. nighttime. I, during this crisis, am smoking the I'm high right now. So. Yeah, he um, is currently hot. Whether the writer manscapes. Uh, technically, the writer was a lady, dude, but I kind of yeah. I, I keep. How would you describe my pubic situation? You keep situation? it kempt. I like your pubic situation. Uh, it's never like scratched my face. It's never felt itchy when we've had sex. I've never gotten like razor burn. Do you ever from not it. like a regular partner situation? No, I like to let people dictate their No, bodies. I'm not saying that. I know you like to let yeah. people dictate their own behaviors. I'm still saying that's a separate question from um, have, you ever, have you ever not liked their pubic situation? Yes. If I'm going to be honest, I have. Literally only be honest. That's your main job. Yeah, but I also like I will accept if that's their situation. That's right. But not, I, have, I have had I an want, incident yeah. where the hair was a little too bushy. Because I love, I love a bush. Actually, I'm, I kind of get weirded out when it's all shaved, and I know a lot of men that enjoy shaving it because they are like, "Well, if the other partners do it, I should do it," and I, that's great. But sometimes it just gets when it gets to that weird two day phase when you fully shave it, and it's just like scratchy. Just feels like, and that's when you get the little nicks. And I have sensitive skin, so for me, like that's just not ideal. But I also like don't want to be coughing up hair while i'm down there because i like to take my time okay um and and is our do not like the pubic situation of any of your current partners i'll not answer that (laughs) no no actually i think everyone's pretty pretty trimmed i i think your initial response is the, the more honest one but that's okay uh let's see what else we have here um I might actually reply to him and be like, dude, send us questions. Yeah, I'd love to answer Hold some on. questions. Letters from a soul. Letters from a soul. That's such a like wonderful way to like end a caption on an internet. <laughs> Is anyone else confused by the word salad falling out of the mouth of the interviewee? I, oh, that's fair. I was definitely a little rambly. What did you say salad? This guy. No, no, no. He says... He's quoting me. Uh-huh. He says, but of course you want your girlfriend's other boyfriend to like you. I would imagine. Like, if he was a total asshole, that would certainly probably make me and Megan's relationship a bit more difficult. So I just Fair. want him to not think the same of me. And then the guy said, is anyone else confused by the word salad falling out of the Oh, of the now I understand. I just took salad. I was like... This is the first uh, yes, that's criticism I've seen on all of this that was accurate. Was like, that's yeah, completely I was, accurate. I, I hung up the phone and I was like, babe, I think I fucking botched that one yeah i heard some of it and i was like you are just spitting out words but you know what this is all you baby <laughs> oh you might not like this one it says she must be really needy then if he's glad that there's another person to give her hugs and attention she needs because he can't fulfill her needs on his own well that's not true wow not true for i mean are reasons. we all a little needy for you know, human attention, and yeah. affection, and adoration. But she's making it seem like I'm not, you know, doing a good job. You on are the doing a very good job. Yeah. You are the most touchy person yeah. I think I have ever been with. Touchy, touchy. Yeah. This one is the person that's like, like, let's make out in front of everyone. <laughs> And then there's one comment that just says degenerate. So there's and and then Twitter was pretty much just full of calling me a simp or a cuck, but Instagram, cuck. wow, Mwah. Instagram was really well. Instagram's where, where the juice is, and it's funny because two fellow plus size bloggers I saw commented on it, and they, I was like, what did "They say they didn't know it was me, 
But so? it was right. They didn't say that. anything. They were just like, this is juicy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They didn't say anything derogatory, but I was laughing because of all the people to be on there. It was like two plus size bloggers I actually respect and follow and like quite a bit. And I was like, oh, if only they knew this was me. Well, <laughs> the thing is like, it should, you know, the people who are shitting on it, you know, if it was their friend, maybe they wouldn't. But it's like, I shouldn't I, be because there's really nothing offensive going on. There is on here, nothing right? really offensive here. besides the fact that we are in a polyamorous relationship. It's working. I mean, most relationships have difficulty and then we're adding these extra factors into it. And according to this interview, we are navigating that with communication. And I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> How dare we have a functioning multitude <laughs> of um, relationships? Uh, yeah, and for all the incels, it's like, how dare I get laid, I guess. I don't know. Well, for me, it was like, how dare she take all the men? And I'm like, I'm sorry. But also, like, I'm not taking, I'm sharing. Like, yeah. you can have them yeah, too. Yeah, you can have them too. In fact, uh, I'll rent them out to you. No. <laughs> Were there no. any in particular that stood out to you that I can bring up? Oh my goodness. There was one where it was like, these are white people problems. Right. That was white, a pretty like. This is a white person problem, I promise you. It had 242 likes. Yeah. But it's like, it, I tried to bow that and a lot of people were agreeing. And this is actually something I've heard about. It's not something I'm like standing on. You know, it's just more like I've heard about that, you know, a lot of black poly kind of gets erased a lot and no yes one, no definitely one, which is completely unfair mm, through all sorts of cultural differences that i'm mm -hmm. not well read enough to to get into mm -hmm. but apparently it's very difficult for di very different reasons to be like black and poly um and there are some like great like you know people, resources educators groups so like i respond to the comment just tagging like black poly nation black poly pride um kevin patterson who is uh he's at poly role models he he wrote a book about race and polyamory oh um that people should check out even though he might not like me i'm not sure i also know somebody else who's called glitter source rex on instagram that focuses on sex education play parties polyamory and she's like a great resource mm. for that as well so if you're looking for something more specifically to that definitely a great follow yeah, and it's just like, because it's not uh, just a white person thing, but I think it's also because when we see the limited media portrayals of non-monogamy, it's, it's typically uh, of white people. So, of course, you might think that, but it's definitely far from the truth. Yeah. Also, somebody <gasps> said, like, white Mexican on there, and I was like, I'm Guatemalan, thank you. <laughs> At least get the country right. Um, were there any other, any other um, things you thought of? That, that stuck out oh, to you. Oh, my goodness. I think the dishwashing definitely killed me because I was like, yes. I mean, I don't understand why oh. people don't want this. Like, I get to clean, cook. You know, my other partner takes care of the dogs and cleans. Billy, like, does the dishes and, you know, packs the bowl. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of like a designation of tasks. Yeah, there's uh, there one commenter who says, shit, I could use an extra boyfriend for all these motherfucking dishes to wash. And I'm like, yeah, get on Tinder, start recruiting, build the cleaning staff in your home that you want to also sleep with. That's what I say. Um, it, it was annoying to see so many people just kind of lash out in comment sections. Not just, you know, I know comment sections are trash, but just to, it was just, we're doing something that's different. And forgive the dogs but it's just wild like we're not encroaching on anyone no one here is married so it's not like a controversial like me sleeping with someone who's who has a who's engaged which i did a couple weeks back it's nothing like that 
just three people doing something that doesn't affect you. And so people were like so fucking mad, not just like laughing at us or something, but like mad. And I was like, what is wrong? So I guess like my question to Megan would be like, what was, you know, what were reading those comments uh, like for you? Well, I think for me, as somebody who also exists on the internet, the comments don't really faze me because I know that I'm living within my own truth and doing what works for me. And obviously, that is not something that people will easily understand in a normal society. But we're not doing anything weird. We're not doing anything wrong. And if I let random strangers on the internet affect my everyday life, then I think I would be in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, you deal with trolls like on the daily. I just, yeah, you know, I, I definitely don't have that experience as you. Um, what else is in here? There's also a lot, of, yeah, again, it was confusing. A lot of dudes thought I was the cuck, uh, like we're not fucking. I think it's just because they used the <laughs> example that I gave of how you left bed the other night to go move into Austin's. Yeah, but just it's like you sleep. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you did that last night in reverse. Like you yeah. left the bed with Austin sometime this morning, you like slept in the bed with me. And it's like, yeah, what? What's going? What, what's the problem? There's also a lot of dudes who don't understand the concept. They think of a woman having two boyfriends. Either. Yeah, but they're taking it from my end, where they're like, they're not seeing me as a real man or something. <gasps> yeah, there's like a, a huge questioning of masculinity going on. Uh, they they keep que- calling that in the question, like, how could I possibly be okay with you fucking another guy? Yeah. Um. And, and so it's just so strange. Like that again. It's it's not that anyone's right or wrong. It's more like it's just different. Uh, we have a different view on masculinity, and I don't know. Um, it was also another guy who said, like, I bet neither of these two dudes are dominant. And I'm like, I mean, I know I'm not, and I'm happy about it. She's happy about it. And when your wife takes a work trip, quote unquote, to New York City, guess what? She's happy about it because she just tells me what you won't do, and then I do it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I wouldn't necessarily say that you're passive either. I feel like we get so like into these roles that are dominant, submissive, and it's like sexuality is a spectrum to begin with. Why does it have to be so black and white? Like I think all of us, if we really boil down to it, do a lot of different things and do a lot of different roles. Yeah. Um, and, th- and there were oh, – one person said she's getting into a threesome whether she likes it or not. And I said, uh, eep, no, because that would be rape. <laughs> wow. That would not be good. Wow. Um, and and it, it, it's weird because like, some people would say, well, look, there weren't a lot of people defending y'all. And I would I would say. Um, what is there to defend? Well, to defend against the comments. I think I would say the reason there aren't as many positive comments is the people who would celebrate this other non-monogamous people. Yes. And can't necessarily out themselves in the comment thread. No. Because they might not be out about how what their relationship model is. So, you know, there are plenty of people reading it who probably are happy to see someone else doing what they do, but they can't say it publicly. Otherwise, people will know their secret. And that's why things like this are a necessity so that we actually are talking about this and exposing different types of relationships and different types of communities. Yeah. Do you have a uh, – oh, how about a, uh, a – you're, you're stuck – inside with your significant other um uh, movie recommendation oh my goodness what did we watch last night what's a movie that could get the uh the the fluids flowing Ooh, the fluids flowing oh my goodness well deadpool okay that was a good one yeah i'm not even a ryan reynolds fan but i just think he's like banging with that like vintage jacket on me too just does it for me (laughs) and the the, uh, the woman whose name i can't 
recall what? is also very hot. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people, manorpod.com, all your manor podcast needs. Uh, Patreon.com slash manor podcast if you want to um, help a whore out in troubling times and also join a kick ass community. Uh, Megan, baby, you want to plug yourself? Sure. I'm Miss Giggles on Instagram and Miss Giggles on Cash App. Ah, and that's three G's in the middle for giggles. When you spell things weird in the handle, you got to tell them. Oh. Because otherwise, how else do they know? Well, I think I'd pop up by then. I don't know. It's M-S-G-I-G-G-G-L-E-S. Yeah. Coronacast. Coronacast. Hey, everybody. It's actually just Billy for a second. I just... I just read that it, this is Friday, and I just read that my governor is going to order everyone in the state, everyone who's non-essential, to stay home starting Sunday night. Uh, if you've been following along, I am in Jersey City at my girlfriend's place, and so this has just gone incredibly more real. Um, it truly means, like, I'm in. I'm here. We better not kill each other. I hope we don't break up. I hope everything goes well because I am here for the foreseeable future now, um, not as a personal choice, a personal preference, but rather um, by legal mandate. Yeah. So we will see how this goes. I'm going to run into New York tomorrow, run home, grab my uh, my contact lenses and really like, you know, I think I planned on a week or two, and so now I'm going to go and, like, really get my stuff. And we'll see. Coronacast. What am I doing it? Well, not even the bass, just, like, when you push on into <laughs> Puts it. Puts a little bit, like, oomph into it. This uh, is my public speaking voice. Yeah, that's Thank good. Thank you. Coronacast. Hey, everybody. It's Billy. And Megan. And uh, is day seven of our quarantine together. I lost track of the days. I'm well, glad you're doing it. Well, I mean, I got here Saturday. It's sure. Friday. Sure. It's Friday. Seven days in a week. Pizza day. Yeah. Oh, is it pizza day? It's pizza day. Uh, I did not I got to have something to look forward to, honestly, at this I point. I don't know what you're talking See, This is what I mean by I think sometimes you get performative on mic because it's like no, we've been eating like pizza. We've been eating junk every day, though. I've been trying to sneak in some veggies and stuff. You have been eating junk and you were the one at like 10 o'clock being like, I'm going to go get Wendy's. And then and you like, had Wendy's okay, too. Well, yeah, if you're going to go get Wendy's, how am I not going to get chicken nuggets? Saying, it seems like you go like, it's a pizza day. And I go like, yeah. yeah I mean, And I had a simple, I had like grapes. Why am I picking a fight with English you English muffin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what I did I have for lunch? Else. I had orange juice, an English, a whole grain English muffin, and gr- a handful of grapes. So like my dinners, that's how I manage myself. It's like my dinners are extravagant and everything else is pretty like... Cool, calm, and collected. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm sorry to accidentally pick fights with you. I've just been picking fights all day. You have been picking fights all day. I've been cleaning all day. My house is looking really nice, and I'm really proud of it. But every time I... So, like, I have, like, a big railroad style of a house. So, Billy is currently using my desk in my, like, 
closet of a room. She's got, you're being modest. You have a three bedroom apartment and one of the bedrooms is just a walk-in closet. I work very hard. <laughs> but um, so anyways, like if I come towards the end of my house, I can hear Billy through the door. But if I'm doing other stuff on the other ends of the house, I can't inherently hear him. But every time I'd come closer to the door, it would immediately be like, not you heated, but definitely having like a stern <laughs> conversation with someone and i didn't know it was happening but i wasn't sure if you're recording stuff so i was like i'm just gonna wait till he comes out and then he can tell me what's going on oh so you want to tell them what's going on so much so much well so the the, uh, by now you may have heard that i did an interview with um new york magazine's the cut the cut the Uh, cut Um, about how much of a cuck I am. And I uh, got a lot of hate on the internet for it. Whatever. We talked about it. You're such a cuck. Yeah. Which, what's wrong with being a cuck, even well, though you're not a cuck? It's like, it, yeah, it's so <laughs> weird because like I'm not a cuck, but also it doesn't matter if I was, but like also I'm not. And then it's not polygamy and it's retarded to call us polygamous for multiple reasons. Uh, no one's married in the situation. It's one woman with multiple men. It's polyamory. It's not polyamory. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Um, I, so I woke up. I got, I was writing a newsletter that hopefully you got. And if you're not signed up at manorpod.com for the newsletter, what are you doing? I don't I, think I get that. Huh? I don't think I get that. It's the in newsletter. your spam or your promotional folder. Yeah. Mm. People just search manorpod at manorpod at gmail.com <laughs> in your, your email. <laughs> You'll find these emails from me you've never gotten. Mark them as not spam or drag them into your primary folder. Like you're missing out on important announcements. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> I'm writing the newsletter and I get Google alerts. And I'm like, what? Oh, did it get picked up or repurposed? And yeah, like the Daily Mail, it's a mm-hmm. big fucking tabloid place. They uh, they picked up the piece. But they don't the, – what the Daily Mail does is what a lot of shitty, lazy media outlets do that – isn't really journalism is they just pick up other articles and they copy and paste and they kind of move a lot of the words around and replace a few words. And now they have their quote unquote, their own article um, picking up the story, which Do like, they whatever. give credit to. Uh, yeah. You, other they, yeah. At least. Yes. Yeah, so if yeah. let's say, yeah. Cause like if I pick up a, a story that was originally reported, that mm-hmm. original reporting was done, then you Good. said if it was something like AP, like, a press release got blasted out yeah. then you don't have to credit but like if deadline broke the news about Kumail Nanjiani being cast in a thing Thanks. you say deadline reported that also because until it becomes like announced by an outlet yeah. you don't want to state it because if it turns out not to be true by citing them you can say their reporting was wrong. fucked up we just said that we heard it from that guy right so that's what they did and but they they also grabbed screen grabs uh from my Instagram now, they had already emailed me. They were asking to use a video, and they were going to pay me some money for it to include in an article. When when they asked me, I said, what's the article about? They were like, oh, it's just about like isolated polygamous couples. I said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. We're not polygamous, and here's why you're so wrong. And <laughs> here's I, why you're wrong. Right? It's, it's my specialty. This is why you're wrong is like what I am great at. It's, it's just a, a, a hobby of mine, if anything. You look very hot right now, by the way. Thank you. Being right? I know. I look so hot when oh I'm right. God. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right. I take it back. <laughs> I said, well, you know what? I'm Because of that, I'm uneasy unless you want to like, compensate me. And they, they, they were going to throw me some cash. So I was like, okay, cool. It's tough times. While I'm waiting for word from them on which video to send, I get the Google alerts. And I'm pissed because they grab screenshots from Instagram of one of your boyfriend, your other boyfriend. Yeah. 
I'm your boyfriend too. Hi. You are. Hi. They grabbed a screen grab of quote unquote Kyle from my Insta, Mm -hmm. as well as one with you with no makeup, which was like just not nice because like there's so many hot photos of you. There's no reason to grab a bad one. I love that you were, what we were talking about our current situation. You have to give them that. And I, for one, have no shame in my non-makeup face. I think I happen to look pretty okay. Not great. I was working out. I've been a little stressed. Yeah, okay. But like, it, it's not the most offensive thing to me. And I think people who see me in real life will be like, okay, she's cute in real life. You know. These, this but is yes, for the, you are the, very the, offensive. The You're common like- denominator of, of reader. But anyways, <laughs> they, they had a lot of that stuff. And so I was really pissed that they, out, they were outing Kyle, quote unquote, via a photo. Mm-hmm. Um and and who I, isn't a public figure? Yeah, he doesn't not, do. There's no public interest in Instagram, doing that. Like as much, yeah. He among anyone in his house has what is considered like um a reasonable right to privacy yes. because he's not a public figure. There's no public interest in his identity. It's not like he's a whistleblower at the State Department no. where there's a public interest or something like that. Okay, so anyways. Uh, they did that, and I had to, like email, and then also I was like, oh, I guess I'm not gonna get paid for the. They they were like, oh, instead of paying him, let's take shitty, blurry screenshots. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like emailing a guy. I'm pissed. I'm tweeting. I'm I'm DMing. I'm like, someone better fucking call me right now. Here's my number. And I'm getting this guy who I'm like, first things before we talk about why I'm pissed, get the fucking picture of Kyle down fucking now. You know he's using a pseudonym. Even you said he's using a pseudonym. It says in the article yeah. he's using a pseudonym. So they got that down immediately. Good. And then I spoke to like the editor of the that section of the site and then we had a i fucking chewed her out she was very gracious she really took it on the chin and just kept saying i'm sorry and kept trying to figure out how she can make it right and and she did she she gave me some link backs that i wanted stuff so it it worked out but it was very stressful it was a stressful like two hours yeah then i had a phone call with vice at two o'clock because they want us to do like <laughs> just lining these things up. Look, it's weird. If you just say you're poly on the internet, eventually they'll all be like, oh, hi, you're interesting. And I think for me, like this is all very new because I haven't been open about my polyamory for about since right after we started dating. Seriously. You're not a press hound. Like you're not no, out trying to no, get No, and I'm not. And like for I me, do. it's like I still am somewhat private about my personal life. So like this even is still me getting adjusted yeah Yeah, it's all his fault podcast baby (laughs) i'm actually pretty yes secret podcast baby podcast baby (laughs) (laughs) so this is all pretty new for me so for him i'm trying to say calm cool and collected because i'm like i am not fully aware of the full spectrum of the situation oh yeah the whole time the daily mail thing's going down i didn't even tell you right away yeah so I wanted, I, cause I didn't want y'all to freak out. I didn't want him to freak out. Luckily, he took it totally fine. Yeah. So, what was that like? So, you came in and I was still dealing with it, but I, you happened to walk in and I pointed out to you. Yeah. I guess you told him. So, how, what did you say to him? What was his reaction reaction? And, well, I talked to him. I was like, hey, so just so you know, Billy wrote an article about our current I, situation. I got interviewed. I didn't write Yeah. Anything. Or sorry. You were interviewed for an article. It was in New York Magazine. Uh, we used a pseudonym for you, but I was like, I told him that another outlet picked it up. They took a screenshot of your photo that he took with you of the dogs. You can't really see your face, but he had them take it down. And he was like, okay, I don't have any issue like with any of that. Like, I understand that you're trying to protect me, but I'm actually okay with all that. And I was like, 
I just think it's for the best that we keep it like this. Just God forbid, because you do have a normal job, mm-hmm. you know, like for us, like I'm self-employed, you know, like I am, I don't know if I'd consider myself a public figure, but I am in the public. Doesn't it say public figure on your Instagram? Yeah, I think it says something else. I think it literally says. I don't think it, I want to change it to something weird. Yeah, also, like what? It also says I'm a male when I identify as a female, just because Instagram algorithms personal blog yeah see personal blog be- because i do activism stuff and i am it also says you're somewhat a in the public enthusiast. i am a makeout enthusiast you want to make out can confirm can confirm 10 10 into making out all true baby yeah okay so he took it really well that he was actually cool. took it a lot better than i would have anticipated How, how'd you feel when i showed you um I mean, for me, like, it's just one of those things I know that your life is your personal, Hmm. you know, your work is your personal life. And for me, it's like I had to accept that a long time ago and it took months of adjusting. So now this is just what comes with that. So, well, let's say that, uh, you know, I've talked about this for years because I had to have it with Paige and I had it with Shay and, um, you know, being your girlfriend is serious. Huh? Being your girlfriend is serious. Comes with extra stuff. Yeah, it doesn't get nearly <laughs> as many benefits as advertised. Uh, he's he's yeah. a lot more difficult than we thought. Uh, but but you he know, tells I, me he loves me every like ten minutes. I Not do, that difficult. All, you know, I know. You run out of things to say, and it's like when in doubt, like you usually don't get in trouble for saying I love you. So yeah, but then it has to make up for things where he is literally hands right. inside of me, being like, "Oh, if I wasn't here, I'd be fucking a ton of other people." And that I'm like, not "Cool, the order wrong of time." Those were not were we not in bed together? They were not concurrent events; they were consecutive events. Uh huh. Uh huh. My hand was not inside wow. her at the time of saying anything. Were you untoward. in bed together? Right, but my hand yes. was not inside you. Okay, right before your hands were going to be inside of me. Still, that's the barrier. Billy, when uh-huh. does it become inappropriate? When I'm in there. Okay. But All right. Well, that's I'm just my saying. sense. You can tell me I'm wrong. I'll You're... take the I love yous. Thank yeah. you. All right. I'll keep, I, yeah. I'll keep saying it. Yes, um, it's been an uh, interesting day. Well, so what I was going to say was, you know, with with my other exes, <clears throat> they're at some point in the relationship becomes a quote unquote like podcast talk. About like yeah. what we're going to say, what we're not going to say, like what I have to ask for before, like all that. So do you want to like describe the experience of me bringing that up and us having the podcast talk? It definitely was a really strange thing. And when did it happen? Like six months in, I guess? Something like that. You right? know, it, it, I definitely yeah. tried to wait a little bit because of Shay. Shay's relationship, you know, like we, it dated, fast. we, we dated three months. It felt like three years. I mean, I think I said I love you after you know, two months and I, you know, we had a podcast talk in the first one or two months. Yeah. So purposefully, tr- now that was an overcorrection in the page where like I really dragged my feet. Mm-hmm. And started talking about it earlier. Yeah. So I was trying to not do it too quickly with you, but yeah. So t- t- just describe the experience of like me bringing up this topic and if you, whatever you remember of the talk, if you can I do. Share. No, I mean, I remember a little bit. I mean, first off, you're my first comedian or podcast you're so lucky boyfriend so that itself was a little bit adjustment and i mean hearing myself talked about on a podcast was very weird and then all of a sudden i was talked about on all the podcasts i felt like you released or were on like four podcasts in one week and it was like and it was like oh i'm a cum bucket now (laughs) wait wait, that was the recent time right no like the one before that and it was like when you first decided to like when we had the podcast talk and i was like i am hearing so much i am hearing more about me from a podcast 
than I am from you directly. I was like, I think I'm hearing you talk about me more this way than we are actually talking. <laughs> yeah, and I try to be supportive and like listen stuff. And it's kind of fun it's hearing just about- when they say like, hey, what have you been up to lately? And I'm dating, you know, I have a, a new girlfriend. It's hard to be like, well, I had this one blowjob over here and then I have an entirely new romantic relationship over here. Which do you want to hear about? <laughs> it's hard. Blowjobs. There's way more to talk about with you. <laughs> I um, hope so. What what came up in the talk? Um, what what do you remember uh, of the You definitely talk? were like, what are the do's and don'ts? What are you comfortable sharing with our relationship and with your other relationships? Mm-hmm. And then what are you okay with sharing your work, your Instagram, your actual name? Do you want to use a pseudonym or do you want people to actually know who you are? But we were already sharing stuff before then. So I don't think a pseudonym would have been helpful um, anyways it would it but, would, uh wait you mean sharing stuff on instagram yeah yeah on instagram on Inst- yeah but, but also that was by your doing like i kind of tried not to just shove you into my social media until you were kind of already doing it to me yeah so i was like okay well it's fine because she clearly she's okay putting me in hers and it was more about like okay are we tagging you also like you can have a pseudonym like you know Paige and shay had very different stipulations with all this so Paige mm-hmm. was a very like Say my name. It's all fair game, pretty much to talk about. I think there was, uh, there was like one thing that we I wasn't supposed to share on air, and yeah, like I was supposed to say her last name, but like obviously I could tag. She said I could tag her and stuff. Yeah, Shay was like, let's not name me uh-huh. at the time, and then Shay did the podcast episode two sixty. So um, it, this is all kosher now, but um, I wasn't allowed to name them. Uh, respecting their pronouns was crucial. That's important. Because uh, they had just started coming out as genderqueer, I think, when we had the talk. And um, I couldn't tag them in stuff on Instagram, but I was allowed to, to post. post of us. And then on Twitter, people kind of found her on Twitter just because we would interact on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so people just kind of put the pieces together. So everyone has their own rules. Like, um, And I'm open to all sorts of rules. So like a pseudonym would have been fine with you. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. I'm a public person. And, you know, for me, it's like if I'm if I'm deciding to be in a relationship with somebody, like seriously, it's an all or nothing kind of thing. And I know that this is your work and things like that. So I'm like, I don't mind you sharing me. And I actually think that that's kind of one a way that you show that you care and love is definitely with the like actions. I do better in general with you tell me when something happens and you don't want it in public because I think sometimes if the rules are too complicated, it's a lot easier to uh, mess them up. Totally um, fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, and then at two o'clock there was the Vice thing and and I had to interview for that docuseries that they want us to do a thing which i actually think would be good for us uh i trust their intentions and i like how your response was what we getting paid yeah (laughs) that's my response for everything am i making money Um, yeah, so that I had that call, and then at five o'clock, I did. Then I went for a run, and I needed that. Yes, it was good. I need to sweat out my high. I, I took had to a get shower. Stoned. I got stoned at like ten thirty in the morning just to deal with all of this. Whereas I cleaned my entire house. <laughs> uh, and then after my run, I just finished doing this podcast called Revenge of the Cis. What C-I-S, is that? Like cisgender, as in like, hey guys, we're being oppressed because we're cisgender. That's what that is. I mean, I. It's a comedy podcast, oh, so they're saying it tongue in cheek. Okay. But, you know, one of the guys, one of the hosts did at one point reference like the nuclear family is like now this thing that's like kind of 
oppressed. Yeah, you know, I, I don't <laughs> want to put words in his mouth and say like oppressed, but he was suggesting that like be, the nuclear family, the traditional family, is no longer the norm. And I would say they still vastly outnumber us. They're yes, not getting as much press, and that's okay. They've got a job. They've start. got. They've got enough. Uh, yeah, they, it's you know, it's kind of an edge lord show a little bit, but you know what? I will. I will give this to them. Uh, just like I don't love the Daily Mail as a media outlet, but that particular editor was very um, helpful and speedy. These two dudes were as were much more fair than I expected. Uh huh. Um, but they they did ask some thoughtful questions. They did like we did act. We had it was a heated discussion, but we did have. A discussion. I heard it from two rooms over, right. and I was like, "Oh God!" I was so tempted to come. So like you can see the window from my backyard. I was so tempted to like rub my tits on the window ah. to just distract. And I was like, "Oh, maybe he's doing well though." I don't want to distract. Been I would have turned the fucking. I would have turned the laptop. So they <laughs> I'm not could showing see. my tits for free. <laughs> um, you know, it was a it was a heated, but. As fairer than I expected discussion. So, uh, That's and, at, good. and at the end, they were like, look, most of you fucking, you know, they didn't say this, but I could, I sensed it. I sensed in their tone. What did you it, sense? I sensed, they said, look, a lot of people, you know, can't go the full hour. They at some point get fed up and say, fuck you guys. I sensed, uh, sounds about right. Billy, a bunch of these like pussy progressive types like you normally can't hang <laughs> and they get the all oh, wham, wham, and then they leave. I think that's what I sensed they meant, but they did give me credit where credit was due for just kind of going the full rounds with them. I don't know. I it was it, it didn't seem like terrible humans. Uh, I might even do it again. Look at that. They were like, "Hey, we'd have you back on." I'd be like, "You know what? I might even do it." But yeah, so it's been a day, and then I I raged, ate your pussy afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah. He came in. I was like actually taking my birth control, and he came in from behind me in the in the bathroom and he's like you need to come with me right now i need to eat your pussy like a man yeah i was like i need to <laughs> because, assert <yeah>. myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah assert that dominance baby which is so silly so silly yeah how's it doing uh at the pussy eating muy bien muy bien that's all you yeah, want to say muy bien you want to Give me like a full review now. That's okay. It's fine. I don't know if I'm there yet. Okay, that's okay. I don't know. I think I need to work up for that or I need like requests. And I feel like it's been done. I don't know. Go to your Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so day seven. How, how we, oh, tonight we have uh, we have Never Have I Ever. Yeah, we with have the Never Have I Ever. With the f- I've never played it yet. You never played really. have I, never No, no, have I've I played it. I always win, sadly. <laughs> or I lose. I always lose because I do first. all the things. <laughs> I do uh, a lot of things. You know, here's a fun <laughs> move, everybody. You know, never have I ever doesn't have to be sexual. No, I've time. played it Jesus. where you do it non-sexual because I grew up, you know, in a Catholic school. So the earlier days when I used to do never have I ever, I would do it with like virgins and we'd be, you know, a little bit more respectful towards that. And we try to make it non-sexual. Never have I ever cheated on an exam. Oh. <gasps> I've definitely done that. German class. Don't tell anyone. Never have I ever looked at my hoo-ha in the mirror. <gasps> Fuck. Oh. I'm still losing. I'm still losing at this. Never have I ever said the F word. Which one? Good job, baby. That's why I love you. You're fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm so, so fun. <laughs> you're so fun. I'm looking forward to playing with the fanners with you tonight. Yeah, needing pizza. I need some, some dominoes. I have some candles lit. Maybe. Some romantic pizza eating. Maybe my penis will come out at some point. Uh, we'll Maybe. See. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll just cradle it. Just, just nudge, nudge. <laughs> well, folks, um, go to com for all your Manwar podcast needs. Follow me on Instagram at Billy is Presida. Megan? If you want, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, just doing the thirst traps and, you know, <laughs> a lot of other shit actually too. But, you know, if you're just there for the thirst traps, no hate. I know you're new to podcasting still. Um, I am new to podcasting. So it's like a... And Megan, where would they find uh, you on Instagram? Right, you got to say the handle. Fine. It's Miss Giggles, three Gs. What did the Gs help, mean? It might even... Uh, good Again? Games. Yeah. It might even help to spell. You say... M-S-G-I. You follow me on it. You're still going. I'm trying to give you an example of how to... <laughs> okay, teach me on how podcast. to plug yourself. When they say, oh, and, and Megan, where can they find you? You say, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Giggles. And that's Miss Giggles, M-S-3-G-S-L-E-S. All right, you ready? Ready? Or is it two L's? I'm not sure. Let me do it now. And you can find me at Miss Giggles, M-S-G-I-G-G-G-L-E-S. Is it one L? Yes, okay. one L. <laughs> Good job. I originally had the original Miss Giggles, and then like in college, I decided to get rid of it. And then within... 12 hours somebody stole the username and this is back in like 2013 uh, 2012 uh, i was like god damn it but i like the three g's now yeah. well, i don't hate uh, it tomorrow tomorrow let's uh maybe we can do a little more more origin story stuff Ooh. you know maybe talk about your because uh, you've only been doing non-monogamy for a little bit of time yeah I haven't so maybe been we'll doing talk a little bit long. more about that little mini That's interview. That's a good one. And, uh, and, and for now, everybody go follow us on the places. Coronacast. Ass. Who's the masculine one now? Uh, still not me. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> the cuck. Coronacast. Hey, everybody. It's Billy. Megan. I uh is day eight of quarantine. We woke up to a stir. Woke up to some messages. Yeah, I was I wasn't prepared. I woke up to like very thoughtful and nice messages about my account. And then five people who knew me in real life sent me screenshots on Snapchat being like, I just saw you on the Daily Mail. Yeah, which like, you know, we had come to terms with. It's all good and fine until this what they repurposed the article for their Snapchat story, and in that yeah. they used a pi- the the picture of your other partner. Yeah, which we specifically. I mean, this was all under Billy. None of this are my words used. The lady but I is gave like, him. It's not gonna. It's not gonna come up. We deleted it from everywhere. Yeah. It won't show up, and well, then it did. And they called him boyfriend number two. Yeah, which is not cool. And also, like nobody quoted me on any of this. I just gave permission to use my likeness in it. Um, Not his. Well, you didn't give permission for the photos, but we just like, yeah. you know, one of the options was to take the article down entirely. And that yesterday I said, no, it's okay. Like, you know, they added the thing, they, they edited what they needed to edit. Yeah. Um, but then when they did the Snapchat team, just separate group, you know, did not get the fucking memo. And then it, it literally took like, an hour or two to yeah, get to a get photo, a, that, a thing off of their snap story. Which they didn't have permission from him or you to yeah. use because so it it's your photo. Is, is a whole thing. And uh, what when you realize... Now, this is the sad state of journalism that like something on a snap story actually is going to get read more probably yes, than the actual is. article. Definitely. You know, um, but what was your initial... 
emotional response when you realized we we and your other partner were on the snap story? I mean, definitely a little anxiety. Like for me, as you know, like I actually haven't been that open with the public about my current relationship status. Like I just allude to things. I've never fully come out and been like, mm. hey, I'm polyamorous and this is what I'm doing. Because I just... actually think it's more fun to keep it, you know, mm. kind of people guessing. <laughs> yeah, like you'll post things multiple of men. me with a boyfriend yeah. and you'll post with this guy who's a boyfriend. Who are not my boyfriends. Post guys. Yeah. yeah, and then so people, let them figure it out. Yeah, and it's been really fun that way because it's kind of seeing how much people presume that any one of the opposite sex that you post on the internet with yourself, they just presume that you are having sexual relations with, mm -hmm. which is so not the case. And also, I'm bi. So why does that not happen when I pose with women? <laughs> uh, we all just hope for it. But yeah, it was uh, that was stressful. Um, um, how are you feeling now? I mean, I'm coming to terms with it. Like I said, like it's only just photos of me. Like I'm not quoted in anything. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of very weird to see like this gigantic photo of me on the Daily Mail that I took yesterday, like in our home, which at least we took good photos. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't have any complaints about the way I look in it. You know, I look the way I look. It's fine. Um, but it was just like a, people sending it to me that I don't inherently know that well, but I've like met in person. They're like, hey, just so you know, I didn't know if I need to break this to you, but you're in the Daily Mail. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's Did fine. Did they have any comments about what that revealed? No, nobody commented on my actual, the actual article. They were just commented on me being in it. Okay. Yeah, they're like, hey, I know this person. Like, nobody said anything negative or positive. It was just more of a no reaction saying, like, to... like, I didn't know that about no, you. No, nobody... Okay. I think people... The way that I run my life, and this is, I say the same thing because it's like nobody asks me when I'm having children or like getting married. Only like sh strangers of my grandparents will ask mm. me. But nobody in my actual life, not even my own parents, ask me those things because I think I've always lived my life a very weird and off the grid way. And I've kind of just always just beat it to my own drum. Mm. So people just don't want to ask me those things very weirdly, even though I'm an open book if people ask that I know. Okay. He's just posing here with his like jeans and shirt off like he wants to be like an Abercrombie model, which you probably could have. I've seen pictures of you in college. You looked like an Abercrombie model. Yeah, they the asked me to work there for See? like- See? Boom. Yeah, I worked Nailed there for a it. month and then I quit. I can't even step into that door, like that store. Because have they changed the doors to be like the width of the people they want to buy their clothes? Whoa, fuck that what you. What? No, that's fuck them. It's no. I want wide open doors. What are you no, they about? have wide open doors. I just think <laughs> it wasn't even the fact that they didn't make my size or something that would even fit my calf. It was the like sense that they would put into the vents would give me such severe headaches. Do you remember that back in the day? I, mean, I do like that. I still own Oh my uh, god. Oh my god. Cologne. Yeah. That shit was toxic. It's my main cologne. Oh babe. You've fallen for it, so have I? Yeah, I don't remember I wore, mentioning I wore it on any. Our first date. I wore it on. Wow, you were excited. Yeah, uh, you like me. I do. I do. Um, yeah, it was weird having them ask me to work there because I was like, "You guys don't really make my size. <laughs> like, you guys hide the third size thirty eight waist." But okay. 
Wow, 38s they were hiding. I was, Fuck yeah, I, I was a 36. I've always been like a 36, bordering yeah, on 38. You're like a 36 right now. Um, I'm actually more of a 34, except for the Whoa. gut and the thighs. It's, it's more like the thighs, everything in between, above and below my waist the thighs is are in a the 34. Best, though, but my waist is a 34. These are 36, and look yeah, at all the but room. The thighs are good. What I'm saying is, I can't fit yeah, into I can't. a 34. Trust me, I, I know. Yeah. Sizing is a bitch. Yeah. I can be a medium. And a 3XL on the same day. That's, How does that make sense? That's weird. That is so many sizes. Um, do you have any <laughs> uh, other quarantining observations, tips, or tricks? Ooh, I definitely think Zoom hangouts. I definitely think staying social, staying you know within your community, having these fun conversations is such a great idea. So you hosting that like never have I ever was really oh, nice, so especially because like we're both kind of social people you in a different yeah. outlet but i'm definitely a social person we had like 15 fan whores yeah they're all so sweet yeah that was like what won me over i was so nervous to go to man con the <laughs> way that you described it because i was like oh god and i almost broke up with you anyway so i should have been nervous wait around but that? yeah wait when did you when were you almost gonna break up with me do you want to talk about this? Yeah, I don't when ask things I don't want to know. After we had sex, I was talking to one of your fans. You were sitting next to me, and then you crawled under the blanket to eat somebody else out mid-conversation. <laughs> and I almost never talked to you again oh, until I realized that you were blackout drunk and didn't remember that you did it. I wasn't blackout, but like I don't remember that I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And I was like, if you ever do that again... We are over. Oh. Mm -hmm. Ultimatums. Yeah, without asking me. If you're there with me, and I mean, we just. That's, it's not It's not like we were at some party. We that were, you were literally at. sitting was, on the couch right, together, well, and I'm talking to two of your fans, uh -huh. trying to be, and I'm new to all of this. Right. I would have been, if you asked, I'd be like, yeah, go for it. Not mid conversation while people are staring at me awkwardly, being like, what the fuck? I do not your have, fans. I do not have recollection of this. Yeah. But, okay. So we almost I almost broke up with you like three times. So. Alright, so you know, I almost broke up with you like twice. So Wow. <laughs> wow. This went different place. Yes, it did. Uh-huh. You almost broke up with me twice? Yeah. 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 You wanna talk about it? Do you? Go for it. Uh, well, the last fight we had, like definitely. I when I came over, I was prepared. I you know, I came over here prepared. I mean, I kind of spent the entire afternoon and early evening just numbing myself with the reality that I might come back to Bushwick that night single. Yeah. And so, because I was like, I was very prepared to stand up for myself and X, Y, and Z. And yeah, I had to like that's pe fair. Prep myself. So I, I assumed we were breaking up that night. Yeah. And I was assuming I was going to probably have to do it to you. But as you always do, you uh, are, per at a zero hour, you are perfect. Uh, and you like say the right thing that I need to hear to let me know I need I should stay in this relationship. Every time that it's come close, you say something that makes me go like, wow, that that's not how this person or that person would have reacted. And that's it's one of the things I love about you. Because like you know how to say you're sorry. You don't make me drag it out of you. That's important for me. Thank you. Especially since I've spent a lot of my other relationships apologizing the whole time, mm -hmm. scared of not having it. And now, you know. As much as like I wouldn't want to break up, I have to be prepared to do that if I think that's what's the best thing for me. Agreed. And, I agree. Uh, yeah. So I mean, the most recently was that time, <laughs> whatever yeah. that was. So, 
No, I felt similarly during that time as well. Mm -hmm. I was like, this can go very opposite ways. Yeah, but did you think you were going to dump me or did you think I would break up with you? Possibly. Yeah, because I didn't want to keep hurting you. Did you think I was going to break up with you? Yeah. Good. Yeah, you sounded pretty upset. And I think that would have been, like I said, like I thought that I was hurting you and I didn't know what to do to stop hurting you. And that doesn't make me happy. I don't want to hurt you. So it's mm. like if this, you know, continues on this path, then maybe we shouldn't see each other. And and I can I, I very much understand that. It's it's why I was going to break up with Paige because, yeah. not, uh, not because of anything as much as like oh I don't think this relationship is good for her anymore. Yeah. And I didn't think she would end it. And then you know what happened happened. So that's fair. But we're all learning. We're getting. We're doing there. better. All right, and I think we're doing great yeah. right now. Do you think we're doing great? I think we're doing pretty great. Okay, pretty yeah. great. Room yeah. for improvement. <laughs> Always, baby. Always. That's fair. That's very... My family would agree. Yeah. <laughs> Coronacast! I hope you enjoyed that uh, extra dose of podcast this week uh, and this weekend, everybody. Uh, you can follow Megan on Instagram at Miss Giggles, M-S-G-I-3-G-L-E-S. Uh, or you can subscribe to her OnlyFans at That Fat Babe. You can follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter at the Billy Presida. I'm on Instagram at Billy is Presida. And if you want to become a member of our fan whore community on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash man podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash man podcast. If you're really appreciating the extra podcast coming from me and Megan uh, during these times, uh, but you're into more of a one-time donation kind of thing, uh, in the show notes of this episode, you will see both of our uh, Venmo and Cash App handles, uh, anything you throw over there. Super extra appreciated. Uh, next week on the Man Whore Podcast, we've got porn star newcomer Alex Jett. Dude's got a bit of a story, and it's always interesting to talk to male talent because you just... You just look them in the eyes and you're just like, man, you get paid the fuck. Till next week, everybody. Don't stay slutty. Like, don't, don't like never be slutty again, but like, like put a pause to said sluttiness. Dis, should I say discontinue? Suspend? I'd like suspend. Suspend your sluttiness. But sluttiness, I don't like that word either. I don't, you guys know what I'm trying to say. I'll see y'all now. I'll see y'all on Wednesday. <laughs>